Morning BHA. We're here at the uh, Tuesday night uh, afterglow thing. We've got, we've got a quartet singing on stage. You've got people standing around having some, some quiet drinks after a, a big day of two full, uh, two of the three quartet uh, quarterfinals. And I'm here with Erin uh, Harris, the, uh, for, the ch Chief op Operations Program Officer. We can edit that out. <laughs> we can, Ash, Ash can edit that in post. And Marty Monson, the Chief Executive Officer. Uh, welcome to Good Morning BHA. Well, it's great to be talking with you this evening after a great performance by you today. Oh, you say all the <laughs> nicest things. Stop it. And Aaron Harris? Well, since he was the good cop, I'll play the bad cop. No, this is not an afterglow. It is the opening night party. Thank you very much. I stand corrected. Yes, exactly. Definitely. Um, I um, I don't know how much time I've got with you, so uh, yeah, cutting to the chase. Uh, to summarise for our listeners, it's it's been it. Yeah, COVID's been a journey, and the mixed harmony thing, the, the everyone in harmony thing, has been a journey. Where, where, where are we at? Well, we are, you know, we're we're coming back. I mean, it, everything's starting to come back. We've kind of hit the bottom. We've got a convention, which is a good a thing. <laughs> Some people thought that after two years we wouldn't yeah, have another yeah, convention, yeah. you know, and and but. We're, we made it happen, and, and of course, it, it's the community that rallies behind all that and said, we want to be together, and you can see it. Our numbers are back to where they were, for the most part, from Salt Lake City, and uh, we have more courses than we did going yep. into the pandemic. Um, they're smaller courses, you know, we've got quartets engaged, so it's just, it's going to be a process, you know, it's a recovery process. Everybody's trying to get people to come back and try and, try and just get back excited again and doing things like this is what recharges everybody mm, to go mm. back home and say, we missed you, mm, mm, mm. you know? So we're making progress, mm. but it's, it's gonna be a Step little in the right bit direction, of a- direction, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, won't, it won't happen overnight, yep. yeah. Yeah, it won't. Aaron? And the thing you're not going to get through the podcast is that the energy here is palpable. People are very excited. It's electric. It's, the electricity is electric. <laughs> Do you feel it through this? <laughs> phenomenal electricity. But you know what would make it even more phenomenal? Is if if we you, had... dear listener, was here right now. <laughs> is yes. if See what I'm doing? Yes. See how I'm helping? Is I'm, if we had helping. more international attendees. We miss our international yes, alliances do. and the people that make this convention truly international. So we're very excited about next year. We think it's going to be a great truly international conventions. So. Yeah, agreed. That's a great point. Um, and speaking of the tough questions, this is a, you know, this is this is no soft uh, interview. This is the hard questions here. We haven't been here too. Um, uh, you can't. This is uh, the, you know, there's been obviously some a, a bit of a journey with big decisions being made and different people feeling different things about it. And you, you can't please as a CEO or as a leader of an organisation, you can't please all the, all the people all the time. So is it just a matter of of, of listening, uh, consulting and considering the options and, and leadership is about making decisions and then and then owning it. Yeah, oh totally. I mean not that I want to put words in your mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ask a close question, yeah. You sound like a leader yourself. <laughs> did you write a book? <laughs> yeah, did you write a book? Oh I'm writing a book. I'm writing several books. I've got several projects well, begun. Maybe we need to get together over Zoom and talk about the books, you know, I mean, because we certainly all have written books, I think, over the past few years and well, transformation material, yeah. and, you know, thinking about our, our, our organizations and how we can sustain in the future. And yeah. those are sometimes hard things, you yeah. know, for established organizations and how do you provide that energy for the future and direction and set a chart, you know, this is a long-term journey. And, um, you know, we're excited for the 100th anniversary in 1938. See? Just no. like that. Hey, yeah. <laughs> right one, of the, one of the best things about Barbershop. Barbershop! <laughs> it's for those experiences, right? Those moments that you remember like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it is, and a lot of times it's your own personal experience of it. But then you do have those situations where you're in a, in a, a performance venue or whatever and you go, oh, my gosh. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's what creates community. Yeah. 
You know, it's the unbelievable experiences that we can create. Nice. And all of us, the yeah. whole barbershop ecosystem yeah. knows how to do that really yeah. well because it's such a unique art form. And it creates the, the friendship and the camaraderie that goes along with it that makes it even more genuine, authentic, and exciting and uh, emotional, which is a good thing. Imagine if we'd experienced... Stop it! <laughs> I learned it all from Aaron. <laughs> he says all the right things. Um, but, um, yeah, imagine... Whoop-dee-doo! <laughs> wow. <laughs> imagine if we'd experienced, uh, you know, dance with my father just, just, oh. by, just by ourselves, you know, hypothetically, in a room. It would not have been the same. It, no. it was a group yeah. experience together, totally. but the power, and that's, you know, that's part of what we remember it for. Yeah. It is. The uniqueness and the group experience is huge, but I'm going to go back to something that you said about stop and listen, because that's the parallel with Barbershop and kind of what we've been going through as an organization, is that Barbershop naturally, it's our subconscious, like basically goes, oh, we have to stop, there's no choice. And right now, with everything and all the conflicts and things that we have, we we do have a choice. We have a choice to stop and listen to one another and figure out how to keep moving forward, even despite all of the challenges with COVID. That's something we all share with our humanity. Uh, and so thank you for bringing up that uh, <laughs> that metaphor, stop and totally. listen. You're welcome. Hashtag well, stop the, and listen. But the metaphor also is the barbershop harmony. I mean, the whole yeah. thing about a tenor, lead, baritone, and bass is if the, if the lead always sang with gusto all the time, you wouldn't have a whole lot of harmony. No, no. Yeah. And so we have learned if we just apply our own technique yeah, of right. creating Situation. great line, yeah, right. there's balance that's constantly. And how do you do it? through listening and incorporating and understand where you fit in the chord. What's the lyric that complements that? That's the beauty yeah, right. that we have identified through the whole path of this 80 plus year, you know, yeah. collective barbershop organization across yeah. all the other sub-organizations, you yeah. know, and the alliance. It's just, we, we have to always go to that home base yeah. because that is what really truly is what creates great chords and overtones that just go, wow. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. that again, yeah. you know. <laughs> and that's the thing, isn't it? It's just sort of by definition, you can't you can't achieve that by yourself. You know, the, the, no. the, the teamwork organizationally, again, or, totally. the, yeah, or, or the barbershop harmony. Working like, together. By definition, you got to have other people doing it with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people say singing is great. And you know what? It is yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. But singing together yeah. is better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it does create that sense yeah. and that harmony in life and and it's it's I'm, I'm sure there's a load of, of psychology literature about it and in fact the psychology overlap with with music literature would be fascinating but but that that psychology of um of the shared experience of yes. music and 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 oh. you know I, I think that's i think that's what a lot of us do it for perhaps without even knowing that's why we do yeah, it unconsciously it's just yeah. the thing we just experience this thing together and we go I, whatever it is i like it and i and yeah. i want more of it yeah um the the, the I've noticed, and correct me if I'm wrong, that most of the quartets today were, were uh, male quartets uh, yeah. with, with yeah. some uh, mixed-gender mixed quartets. Um, that's that, again, that's something that will just uh, we, we I guess didn't know there'd be a flood early on, or more of it's just more of a build-up. But it looks like there'll be a build-up, which is pretty logical, be, I guess. Yeah, I think there will be a build-up. I mean, based upon what we're hearing, it'll take time. I mean, yeah. it's still. a a journey for that too yeah, yeah. you know but um it's exciting though i mean it's just hearing that first full set today and the first mm -hmm. 15 groups or whatever it was just like wow i mean there wasn't well the whole today i mean it just there was nothing slacking in terms yeah, of yeah. entertaining and just great sound the mc joy. work was just stunning wasn't it you well know? you know i was gonna say you and blair i don't know flip a coin <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Top notch. My, my, Five stars. My, my new best friend. We go way back to 4 p.m. today. Yeah. We've got, we've got a history, let me tell you. Yeah. Um, anyway, well, guys, thank you for your time. Thank you for, for a little, a little uh, window into the, the operation uh, behind BHS. And, uh, and uh, I guess uh, on behalf of yeah, barbershoppers around the world, thank you for your efforts in, in keeping the wheel turning during difficult times and, and keeping a... Um, a vision uh, of, of keeping the whole world singing and, and we're just uh, being leaders to all of us to do what we can to keep it happening. You're here. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for your time. Thanks for being here. So I'm at the 
Well, it's not the court auditorium, is it? It's just the afterglow. This is. This is the president's, the president's reception and court auditorium. Oh, I see. It sounds so much more... With our society president, John Dunhauer. It sounds so much more impressive when you say it with your accent. Um, <laughs> I'm, sta I'm standing here, and I'll just be clear. You're the ones with the accents, okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm talking in a normal understood. voice. Thank you very much. Um, standing here with Chad Bennett, the, uh, the member of the second, uh, so the 1990... 1993. Three uh, international collegiate champ, as well as um, general uh, 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 fixer, um, making things happen guy, and voice of God, I have to say. <laughs> the, the old behind the man behind the microphone. Uh, Chad Bennett, welcome to Good Morning BHA. Thanks so much. It's glad to be here. Now, just before we came on air, live on air, um, we um, were talking about yeah, how you discovered Barbershop and the Collegiate Quartet contest was, was brand new when you, when you were introduced to it. It was indeed. The, uh, the second year of the contest, uh, we came from a very small town right in the middle of West Virginia, Ohio, and Kentucky. I knew nothing about Barbershop, and uh, two guys who had been part of it in high school uh, showed up at my dorm room one day and uh, asked how I would like to be part of a cash prize. And, of course, being a poor college student, I was all about that. And I wanted to know, how, what, what do I have to do to be part of this? And uh, they said, sing Barbershop. And I said, ah, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm not really, it's not my thing. I don't know much about barbershop. But then uh, they took me to one of our rehearsal rooms at Marshall University, was our school. Took me in there and they taught me a tag. And that's, honestly, that's really all it took. The sound, we made the piano ring, we made each other laugh and became the best of friends. And uh, Heritage Station was that quartet way, uh, yeah, way back in 1993. Sort of tenish years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> tens, <laughs> tens of years. That's right. Yes, that's right. A number of years ago. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, the, the I was just sharing with Chad how some of the finest people I know have very solid memories from tenish, maybe a few more years ago in the early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those memories are more hazy than others. <laughs> but yeah, that quartet was a lot of fun. We weren't around long, but we worked so much, uh, so much so that actually all four of us uh, left college. We all quit school to sing full time. Three of us out of that group ended up at Walt Disney World singing with the Dapper Dans of Main wow. Street, uh, where I stayed for 20 years. I was uh, honored to be a professional barber shopper. Uh, actually, uh, it's, it's a shame you can't see our view right here because there are two more members of Heritage Station cool. walking out of the room right now. Those were the two fellows that uh, actually got me involved in barbershop. Um, so many, thank you for that intro. That was excellent. Uh, so many things to, to follow up on. One was, um, you. what was your music or singing background before you before they approached you. you you knew you loved singing and singing harmony I enjoyed singing uh, I really didn't know much about it no formal music training but when I was very young um, my, my family was uh, very much into church singing religion uh, grew up with the whole family uh, watching the whole family sing and my grandfather would take me to choir rehearsals and uh, kind of the same way he taught me how to read uh, by saying, what does, what does this say? How, can you read this for me? He would do the same thing with music in choir and say, how does this line go? Can, can you help me sing this? And I really didn't know anything about it, but with trial and error, it happened to work out. Yeah, it's cool. So um, uh, when you formed the quartet with, with the guys, um, uh, it was for the specific purpose of competing in the collegiate con this new collegiate contest? It was indeed. They, uh, those guys showed up at my dorm room. Uh, it was, I believe, early, early January of 1993. Uh, it was kind of a short time to get prepared for the contest, but two of us, uh, Phil, the baritone, and myself, were involved in theater. So we knew we wanted, needed to go to one of the nearby preliminary contests, but the Johnny Appleseed contest was about the same time that Phil was doing a, a show. I think it was Biloxi Blues. And the Cardinal District, which was our next closest, uh, I think I was part of 1940s Radio Hour, another musical there at the university. So we had to travel to the Illinois District for our very first prelim. Met lots of folks there. Really, That was our first real, or at least my first real foray into the, the world of barbershop. An amazing thing. And there weren't any other college quartets there, so we qualified automatically to go to the International in Calgary that summer. So we were from Huntington, West Virginia. And that summer we actually drove from Huntington to Calgary. About a, uh, because we had the turnaround halfway, I'll tell you about that in a minute, about a 52 hour trip. Ouch. So, with what, breaks? Or? Well, there were some breaks, uh, not a whole lot, but our, our yeah. plan was wow. to get as far as we could and stop. So, uh, we left Huntington, West Virginia, and we got to about Indianapolis when we stopped for uh, just 
the biological break, you know, those kind of things. And as we came back out, we, we looked on top of the van and noticed there was something missing. And that something missing just happened to be Phil's suitcase uh, that had all of his clothes for the week of international. Era. Thankfully, not our quartet outfits. Yeah. Those were rented and hanging in the back of the van. Okay. But uh, Phil's suitcase was gone. So we thought, oh, oh, you know, there was a big curve just half an hour back. Let's go check. Okay. So we drove back a half an hour and may, uh, went around the road a couple yeah. times, couldn't find the bag. Yeah. Oh, well, there was another big curve, maybe a bump uh, a couple <laughs> hours ago. So eventually, couple we made of it, hours we ago, we made it all the way back home. Oh. Never found Phil's bag. Turned around. Uh, uh, the things we do when we're young, uh, right? It was crazy. Yes, but we, we finally made it all the way out. Stopped in Montana for the evening, and then drove over the border into Canada. And that morning was the collegiate contest, and we just happened to be the first quartet of the day. So we got there bright and early. We sang. Uh, had so, a what, so wonderful did time. You, did you drive overnight and get there in the morning of the we contest? We sure did. That's correct. Again, because things, we had the, the turnaround. things around. we can do with no <laughs> sleep. Yeah, we used to be able to do. Yeah. Well, and we also we stayed out at the uh, the University of Calgary because it was you know, for poor college students uh. much more affordable. Uh. But we didn't realize how far it was going to be away from everything. Uh. So we would take a taxi in in the morning and stay all day and taxi out at night. But, uh, yeah, spend uh, spend half of what it would have taken to bunk in somewhere close uh, to the exactly. Venue. Yes. Yeah. So um, it, that first day, it was, I think, Wednesday. And first thing in the morning, we competed, first quartet out of the gate. And at the end of the contest, they started calling off the winners. And we heard fifth, fourth, third. And we, we knew there was no way that we had done anything in the contest. We thought at best we might get fourth or fifth. Right. And when they didn't call us, we had kind of resigned ourselves to, just, you know, it's been a great trip. We've yeah. had fun. Yeah. Let's tag the rest of the week. Yeah. And out of nowhere, they called us as first place and we were completely blown away and it really kicked off just a ridiculous uh, an amazing sequence of events that put us on the stage on Saturday night and Calgary I don't know if you know was one of the best attended conventions well the the, the late 80s early 90s was the peak getting around the 12 to 15,000 there were 14,000 I think around 14,000 people in the saddle dome and just quietly your first convention was when Gas House Gang won it Arguably was. the most loved quartet in society history. I mean, that would have, that would have raised the roof. Well, we were so impressed with Gas House Gang, and uh, they absolutely one of our idols. And uh, that that summer, you know, not long after that, we were invited to the Buckeye Invitational. That's uh, unfortunate. That event doesn't go anymore. Unfortunately, I'd love to see that come back. But Buckeye was the first time we actually met our idols in person. And uh, if you, if you, I'm sure you don't know about Heritage Station, but we're all very tall. Okay. So uh, the tallest. Well, I know that you're tall. The yeah. tallest guy in the group is myself. I'm around six seven. We, our bass was six five, our lead was six four, and our baritone was right at six feet tall. So when we were on stage, people just assumed that Phil, our baritone, was only like five four, and the rest of us were normal height. <laughs> well, not. <laughs> that's not the case when you actually get up and meet us. Mm. And uh, I, I have a very vivid memory of standing and watching uh, at the Buckeye Invitational, the groups that were singing on uh, a barge right by the river. And as we were standing up all the way at the back of the crowd, Gas House Gang came up behind us mm. and uh, recognized us because of the, the college quartet medals. Mm-hmm. And we had no idea those guys were so short. <laughs> which, which now infamously has been parodied on it the stage. absolutely yeah. has, but we didn't realize exactly how short they would be in comparison to us. That's awesome. So that, that was always... I a, hope you got a photo a of that. Oh, absolutely. Oh, so good. Uh, I, you know, funny. I, I'll have to share it with you. I actually Please, have a, a yeah. photo of myself uh, singing with three of Gas House Gang. If we can and, uh, post that with the podcast, that would be amazing. Those guys are up on chairs and I'm just standing on the floor. So That's yeah, I'll, so good. I'll have to give you that. I'll have to um, give that photo. So much more we could talk about. Just quickly, um, what was... What was what did you talk about as as far as what success meant, or did you talk about that, or did you just go, we just love to sing together, and we're just going to go and sing and, and just do, do what happens, as well as how did you feel backstage as far as being confident, ready, or it's like, oh, I'm a bit nervous, and then on stage, that experience, I'm just interested in that, the, I guess, the, sort of the emotional, musical, collective journey. Yeah. Well, we, uh, again, it was a very new concept to me, Barbershop was, I never really had any experience at all. And those guys knew some local guys and local folks that sang. There was a local chapter that we were with. But uh, our goal in going to Calgary, we just we wanted to sing. Of course, we, we hoped we would win, but we never thought that would happen. And uh, early on in our uh, existence, the quartet, we were in, in one of those rehearsal rooms out at Marshall University and just kind of casually made a bet that, uh, well, hey, if, uh, 
if we win this contest, I'll, I'll shave my head. I think it was Aaron that said that. Our lead Aaron said that first. If we win, as I'll if anyone would be stupid enough to shave their head. I mean, what a crazy idea. Anyway, right. Yeah. Again, so yeah, we never thought we'd win. So we all agreed. Said, yeah, sure. If we win, we'll shave our heads. Well, we went to Calgary. We actually won. Uh, conveniently, none of us remembered that until the end of the week. Paul, our base, his dad had also come along with the trip with us because it was his van we were driving, so he had to supervise. And uh, he was the one that reminded us that said, uh, are we stopping at the barbershop on the way out of town? <laughs> was he, did, do you think he was doing that being mischievous, trying to get you guys to you know, do the silly thing, or was he just genuinely trying to help? No, I, he, really, he was just being funny, I think, but when the four of us sat down and talked about it, uh, the way we looked at it was, you know, we, even jokingly, we had made this commitment. And if we didn't follow through with that, it would probably be yeah. bad luck for the rest of our career. Okay. So we decided on the way out of town in Calgary Let's that we would stop at a barber shop and they shaved every one of us right down to yeah. a bare head. To, to the, yeah, to, they to the sure roots. Did. Yeah. That's another picture you might get to uh, see. Absolutely. That'll be awesome. Um, uh, and so briefly, you, you, you did what you came to do on stage and you're, you're happy, you enjoyed it and you were proud of the musical, you know, what you put on stage? No, we were. We had such a wonderful time. Uh, again, never thought we would have won. And when they called us, we were shocked and in awe, but appreciative. And again, Barbershop has been so good to all of us yeah. that uh, individually we've done as much as we can to give back. I mean, I, I work for the society now. Paul has been a chorus director for several small different several small groups. We've all been international competitors over the years. Uh, Phil has started a number of chapters or been part of the chartering, at least for Voices of Gotham and Palmetto Vocal Project. He's part of Carolina's district leadership now. I was in Sunshine District leadership for years. So uh, the, our philosophy really have, had been for years, Barbershop was so good to us that we wanted to find any way we could to give back mm -hmm. and keep the hobby going for as many years as possible and introduce anybody we could to it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, so it's just an amazing journey. Awesome. No, it's been so, there have been so many great experiences for, for all of us. Um, we, could, we could talk all night, and I have been known to talk all night about Barbershop, um, but uh, Chad, given you are, according to your badge, show production manager, very good, shiny, excellent. Um, uh, tell us briefly about that, and then I noticed you got a nice new gold medal on your chest. So we've, we've got another couple of pretty important things to, to cover. We do indeed. So uh, back in 2016, I had moved up to Nashville, and the, the society was looking for somebody to help them out with the, the a better world singing project. And uh, I helped work on those shows and put together some things for uh, Walk of Fame Park there in Nashville. And had such a great time with that. Really enjoyed it. Uh, they, they brought me on full time, which has been amazing. So what I do with the society now is uh, basically it's all of our all of our big shows. I, I talk to the quartets, contract the talent, try to set everything up for them. All the back end stuff, everything backstage, uh, sound, audio. Uh, do a little bit of everything there, but mostly just try to point people in the right direction. You know, get the get the right people in the right positions to to help us do that. And I, I love what I do for the society. This week it's been a lot of, uh, I've been over here at the, the Crown Ballroom all week long and we've had some amazing performances throughout the week. Uh, hopefully we've got some of those recorded somewhere. Maybe you'll see one of those, you never know. But- uh, hey, Anything's possible. Oh, I, you never know, <laughs> uh, who knows. But I've really enjoyed what I've done for the society. A while back, I was also a part of the community engagement initiatives. So at all of our conventions, when we uh, we go to these different cities every single year, and we bring, you know, thousands of people in, and then when we leave, there's not much else going on. So those community engagement initiatives were to try to help the local chapters understand what they could do to remain involved and stay a part of the community and get more people interested in barbershop and whatnot. And uh, anymore, it's, gosh, with the, the staff reduction over the past couple of years, the pandemic's been hard on everybody. Um, I, I've had to put my focus more on the show production aspect and uh, helping run the conventions and do what I can. Dusty Sawyer does an amazing job with yeah. our conventions. Uh, he is a mastermind when it Someone comes to Someone who, uh, who, who is, Dusty's responsible for the convention. Is it, would that be an accurate statement? He is indeed. He is our director of yeah. meetings and yeah. conventions. Yeah. So as well as being the director of the Champ Chorus and in a, uh, in a, in a top quartet. He is. Uh, Dusty is an amazing guy. I, with the Music City Chorus, that's who we're talking about here. Uh, that I also got interested as soon as I moved to Nashville. Uh, honestly, I've not been much of a chorus guy. I kind of like the small chorus experience. My first group was the Ashen, Kentucky uh, Singing Colonels, 
small group, only about 22 guys, but family, absolute family. And uh, I've found that with the Music City Chorus as well. Those guys are absolutely family and did some crazy things over the years. Uh, I, uh, I'm an entertainer by trade. I, for my entire adult life, I've done all kinds of gigs all over the world. I, right now, I'm in a Frankie Valley tribute called Let's Hang On, a Beach Boys tribute, a Jimmy Buffett tribute. Uh, you, when I'm not barbershopping, that is. You are certainly not intimidated <laughs> by a microphone, that's for sure. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, I'm used to doing it backstage. I'm not in front of an audience right now, so I could talk forever. Nice, Put nice. me in front of an audience, yeah, I start to, yeah, a little bit less, start, start okay. to get a little more shy. Interesting. Uh, and courage helps too. It does, a bit of Dutch courage. Uh, and so, so this, um, your involvement backstage and the voice of God and just organizing everything, that, that's gone pretty smoothly this week? It has indeed. Uh, you know, we, we work a lot ahead of time to try to set everything up and get the presenters settled, get all of our uh, awards scheduled in the right spot in the program, try to determine where, the best place for everything and try to keep it all in that place. Mm, mm. And things always go wrong. That's just the way production is. But uh, our I mean, goal, you know, you even have to scrape the bottom of the barrel and get some dodgy people in from internationally <laughs> to help you help you keep things going. But no, you just got to do what you got to do. Hey, we just try to spread the love around and get everybody <laughs> out there. You know, I, our goal is to make sure that the convention attendee has a seamless experience. So even if there's some crazy stuff going on in the background or uh, the problems, curtain. yeah, the, uh, if you peek behind the curtain, sometimes it's ugly. So our goal is to, again, it just nice. give you that illusion of the duck yeah, crossing the yeah, water. Nice, nice. Paddling like crazy yeah, underneath, but yeah. all you see up top is smooth sailing. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Matt Exxon, well, thank you for your, your work with convention. It did seem to me to go uh, flawlessly. So I think the duck thing, is, you've, <laughs> I think you got away with it. Um, also, uh, yeah, and, and briefly tell us about the amazing Music City Chorus uh, uh, performance. And um, uh, I certainly have one or two people, you know, mentioned to me as we're talking about sort of who's in the race. They've just quietly mentioned, oh, I wouldn't, well, just don't, don't, you know, don't, don't forget that Music City Chorus is also singing today. And not, not I think most people, myself included, um, uh, you know, wasn't, didn't, wasn't aware that they were going to be a, a contender. You were going to be a, a contender. So, um, yeah, what, what was the, uh, briefly, the, 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 how was the package put together and then the feeling in the group coming in? The, the, given that you won, you must have known that you were in a really good place. And, yeah, what was the talk of, again, what success was what, for, the, for the cause coming into contest? Well, this may not be as uh, exciting as the rest of it because, uh, as I said before, I'm, I'm not really much of a chorus guy. Yeah. Uh, I, it's just I don't, I just don't have time. I'm not, I'm with family and everything else that goes on, I, I just don't have the time. But uh, a few years back when they had the Star Wars package, uh, oh, I'm, such, I'm a nerd at heart and I love it. So there was no way I was going to miss being part of that package. And when I heard they needed a Chewbacca, uh, it was calling my name. And I had such a great time. And we came in fifth place that year. The Star Wars pack, again, you can find that one on YouTube. It's just an amazing set. So fun, so creative. And the, the guys that are on that creative team in the chorus, I, I know I'll forget people, but the, Rich Smith and Eddie Holt, and all those guys that just know comedy. Yeah. And we have a lot of external help as well. And I, I hesitate to mention more names because I would forget too many. But we came in fifth place that year, and it was such a fun experience uh, with the whole Star Wars package. Mm. Came back the next year, and we did Noah's Ark. And again, uh, uh, because I am not really able to make the weekly rehearsals, I ended up being the bear. Nice. So I let everybody on the ark and nice. kept the dinosaurs away, but didn't do a whole lot of singing. Huh. And uh, this year was going to be kind of the same. Uh, I knew I was going to be super busy with International. I just didn't want to try to commit the time to a chorus. But... I went to the Christmas show. They, they had a holiday show out at the Ryman Auditorium there in Nashville, historic venue, and I heard Circle of Life. And when I heard the chorus sing that from my seat, I knew that there was no way I was going to miss it. Wow. I wanted to be a part of that experience because it was unlike anything I'd ever heard from the chorus before. Uh, so I, I reached out to Dusty and the team, and, and I just wanted to see, you know, because they know that I'm, I really just can't get there on a weekly basis. And they were okay with me watching videos and listening to learning tracks yeah. as long as I did my work ahead of time. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much how it went. But uh, Music City also is very notorious for this is our plan. But a week away from convention, we're going to change that plan uh, a little bit. Okay. Gosh, even uh, this morning we changed yeah. a couple things wow. here and there. Okay. And it's having that flexibility and having a, a core group within that chorus and guys that are just so passionate about what they do. And we all just want to have fun. We want to share our music. And today the goal was to share our love of what we do, this 
crazy hobby that brings people from all walks of life together. Uh, it's, it transcends class, it transcends race, it transcends gender. We just want to sing. Yeah. We want to have fun together. And that, that's what does it for me, And you honestly. did, yeah. I think um, something that occurred to me during, during the chorus contest was um, how, you know, every chorus, you know, I think did, did, it seemed like did their best, which is great. Um, it, it struck me that, um, you know, most choruses, you know, doing a, doing a ballad want to reach an audience, and, and some have more success than others. Um, and, it, 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 you know, it's one, one thing we love about live performance is there's just an X factor. Sometimes a group can connect with an audience and sort of by definition, you don't know why. It, it, it just does. And, and um, uh, when, yeah, when you guys uh, started singing that it, uh, and, and Dusty turned around and shared with the audience, it just, it just worked. And there was just chemistry in the audience. So that was really touching. And, and I, I'm just trying to think. I don't think I teared up during any other chorus performance. Uh, I did during one or two quartet performances. But yeah, I, I, I teared up during that chorus performance. And you know that's something special because you, you, know, you can't fake that. No, as, as they say, you, you know you've got it made when you can fake sincerity. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, and then, yeah, just the uppie was, uh, was, was something epic. Um, and so, so the time on stage, you, you must have, did you feel the love from the audience? It was because there was a whole lot there. It's so weird with the international contest, uh, the stage is so high off the floor. Right. And in general, it's a big auditorium like that. You just can't hear. A lot of times, you can hear the applause, right. you can hear the cheers. But the laughter, right. the laughter just doesn't come across wow. like a lot of the other sounds yeah, from the audience. Yeah. So you're never quite sure that a joke has landed until afterwards and you watch the video right. and then so, you see, wow, okay, I laugh so much at that. It's, yeah. it's killing, you know. Um, speak, so. Speaking of comedy, and you mentioned Eddie Holt before, man, the guy's a comic genius. Just his, the, the, the schlick and the, the slapstick of him, um, you know, falling down with, with, uh, with Steve Scott. It just worked so well. And you, you've got to have a comic genius to make that look so believable and so natural. And yeah, the audience was just in stitches watching that. No, absolutely. And the, the thing is that no one knows how Eddie Holt's mind works. <laughs> Including Eddie Holt. Including Eddie Holt, for sure. Especially Eddie Holt, yeah. Yes. That's right. it just, he just he comes up with these ideas from yeah. nowhere so that, that bloom and blossom into... Uh, amazing concepts that is that that really pushes the course forward amazing I really like it well we'll wrap it up there thank you so much uh, for that thank you for uh, a, a, an extraordinary performance today a, a, just a just comfortably a, a championship performance and and one that will will be will be remembered uh, for a long time and uh, and will, will will has given so much pleasure to everyone in the room um, thank you for making making it seem like the convention has run uh, flawlessly um, <laughs> And yeah, and thank you for your, your, your legacy in Barbershop. Long may continue. Chad Bennett, thanks very much. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks, mate. I'm standing here with uh, Rick Taylor, a Barbershop legend, um, uh, multiple international quartet bronze medalist, um, uh, all-round good guy, who uh, uh, Aussie barbershoppers will know from his 2005 trip down to the Gold Coast Convention um, with his quartet. Mate, uh, welcome to Good Morning BHA. Thank you very much, Richard. It's great to be here. So, um, so many things we could talk about, but, but um, yeah, just, just very briefly, tell, tell our listeners, yeah, just about your, your barbershop um, you know, life and your quartet life. I know, I know we could talk about it for an hour, but <laughs> just a couple of little, 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 uh, little stories for us. Oh, my gosh. Well, my, my favorite one is when, when I first got started, my, uh, my dad uh, was a barbershopper uh, back in the early 60s. And I knew he sang in a barbershop quartet because they would rehearse at our house. And one day he uh, came home from his barbershop. He was a barber. Nice. Yeah, and he came home and he said, I had been, I was 15 years old, been hanging with the wrong crowd and not doing well in school. And he comes in and he goes, uh, we're going singing tonight. And I'm like, Dad, I don't want to go sing with those old guys. They've got to be 35 years old. And he's like, I don't care if you ever go again, you're going once. Wow. So he says, get in the car. So we got in the car, and I'm grumbling the whole way down there. We arrived down in that room. There were 35 men there, and I didn't listen. They had me right up on the risers singing with them like three minutes after I was there and changed my life. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was amazing. I had a guy that he goes, uh, what part do you sing? I said, I don't know. I just got here. He says, well, I'm a tenor. Sing what I sing. So I did it. Well, later I sang in a quartet with him, and we competed. It was my first competing nice. quartet, so it was just it, that started my journey. Wow. So it's just been, you know, 
I haven't been in a lot of quartets, maybe a dozen in 53 years. So, uh, but several of them have lasted. Yes, yeah. several of them have lasted. You know, 10, 12 years. Fantastic. So, yeah. And you. Um, Briefly, uh, did you know when you went along to the course with your dad that you liked to sing? Uh, I, di I did like to sing. The Beatles were out. I was trying to learn how to play guitar and meet girls and failed at both. So um, I did love to sing. I just didn't want to sing that, or I didn't know that I wanted to sing that, nice. probably. Yeah, because yeah, I love sing singing with the, with the Beatle albums and the Stones and all of the, you know. But... <clears throat> It was a different feeling when I walked in there, and it was like my voice with all those other voices. It just, it was just, I'm getting chills right now telling you. Wow. Like, I'm still, yeah. it still affects me. It does change lives, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's just, a lot of times, a lot of times if the, if the younger ones would just go, let's do a tag, and not take out their phone, and go, what's my part, and rather than just reading it, you know, it, do it by ear, you're saying. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right. Because it's like, I think they're, I think they're, uh, they don't want to make a mistake, right. which is like, that's how you learn to do it. You know, well, it's like, the, yeah. you hear how the chords progress. The original and all barbershop that. was just, you know, just, just ringing and then finding it, finding a chord oh, and going, that's it, hold that. It, exactly. Yeah. When, when it's right, you know it right away, you know. So it, it was, it's incredible. I mean, back in the dark ages, when it was all about, um, Having the, having the tags taught by rote. Just, okay, your part is this, your part is this, your part is this. And then we had we, we went high tech. We had a tag book. We had printed wow. tags. And that was like, you woo. Bloody you know. right, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, but then, you know, the, the, the phones and the tracks, also helpful. But it's, there's nothing like, like last night, I was at the hotel. It was late and uh, saw a good tag friend of mine. Don Barnick, who came to Australia with us, and Another he goes first-class human being. Oh so, my God! You and he are so was so patient at teaching all of us newbie barbershoppers tags. So humble, you just step us through it. It was so oh, he, gracious of you. He loves it. He oh. loves to do it. I walked through the door of the hotel where he he was in the lobby, of course, holding court, and uh, he says he says Rick, get over here. And so an hour and a half later, we're still there. Well, he taught us a half a song backwards wow so like he started the tag and then he taught us like the two lines in front of that and then the two lines in front of that and we had four there that could kind of do it you know and it was amazing he says okay we got half the song done. <laughs> so, but yeah it, it's just that so nobody had out a piece of music or a phone right. it was just like okay sing this right. sing this yeah, so, wow. which made it you know makes it more exciting to me yeah, yeah. it's one of my my favorite don barnick story is is um sort of showing my naivety but his humility um, at, at the same convention. You may have been here, you may remember this story, but I was I just met him and this was my first convention and said, you know, lovely to meet you. He, of course, uh, sang baritone with Riptide, correct? Yeah. Right, and yeah, and, and right. Okay. Hi, Rob. <laughs> and so I said, oh, um, so, so Don, you sing baritone. Have you always sung baritone? And he was so humble. And for listeners, like, this guy is a double international champion on tenor and bass. Right. Yeah, and he was like, no, I've sung other parts as well. Didn't blink an eye. Oh. So I wasn't like, who is this guy who doesn't know who I am? He, he's just so humble. He, he's, he is like one of the nicest human beings I've ever been in a quartet yeah. with. He's, <clears throat> he was amazing. And for a while, when, when we were singing together in Riptide, he, we'd go into a hotel lobby and somebody would go, there's Don Barnick. And he'd look around like he was looking for Don Barnick. Where very, is this famous, that's right. famous person? Yeah. Very funny, very funny. But so, he, yeah, he's a very kind man. So you, you, you worked hard and, and, and had some great quartet success. What, what, Thank you. what, what was important to you in, in, in quartet enjoyment? And what, 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 and what would you recommend to others about what's about how to achieve quartet success, whatever that means. Yeah, it's 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 like num number one is find people you like to be with, and make you're sure spend a lot of time with them. You do, yeah, yeah and ma and make sure that the wives or significant others are on board. All all like it, like each other as yeah. well, and and whatever happens after that is is a bonus. It's it's you know I, I've seen so many quartets form a quartet to try to win something and it's usually short-lived and because yeah, right. because there'll be there'll be some piece of the formula that's just not right the bass doesn't like the tenor's wife or the or the bass doesn't like the tenor yeah. or you know yeah. uh, it, it 
it's the the quartets that I've had the most fun in were the ones that I had the like the closest relationships with the other members and their families. And I mean, when you go along and it's like you you you're singing with a guy and his wife is at home expecting a child, and you get a call where you are and. She's going into labor. Okay, and so he, we race home, and and you get to hold his child Whoa. like two days later, and then I'm going to sing at her wedding oh. in October. So yeah. I mean, it's it's that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's like you know, do the do the relationship part first rather than hey, do wow. we sound great together or whatever? Do we like each other? Do we like hanging together? Yeah. And if we sound good together, that's a bonus. And then the rest of it will come. You can you can work on the other stuff, but. Relationships is, that, to me, that's the most important yeah, part. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's good stuff. Um, mate, we could talk all day, um, but another thing I wanted to ask you was, in relation to fundraising, um, so um, Rick is, is an employee of Harmony Foundation International, um, which is a fundraising body for Barbershop in America. Um, what, what observations would you make and what advice would you give to choruses about fundraising? Because it's something that almost every chorus struggles with. Yeah, a, a lot of, uh, you know, with all the technology, a lot of groups uh, feel like that they can just, we'll put a button on our website and, and people will give. Right. And I would just say to them, again, it's about a relationship type yeah. of thing. If they have somebody in their group, they don't even have to be a fundraiser. Are they, are they friendly? Are they outgoing? Are they engaging? Do they have personality? Um, are they passionate about the the, uh, the the chapter's mission vision that sort of thing because you can you can craft uh, a program around something like that here's here's who we are we're the ABC chapter in in Perth yep. and um, th- this is what we do we go out into the community we sing we uh, we touch lives we uh, go into schools we whatever yep. you do yep. and 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 all of this stuff needs funding to help it to help it go, and that's what we're trying to do is, yeah, yeah, is change yeah. the lives. So once you once you get that rolling, but but people people will give to people before they'll this give to a program. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so many other things we could we could talk about. That that's some gold right there. So just to summarise, it, it it's um it's it's important to to know what your chorus is about, so you can tell other people. So that's important to have that discussion. And then yeah, get someone who's articulate, who's passionate, a bit charismatic, and it's about. It's about talking to people rather than, you know, yes, have tools online, but go out and get the get the relationships. Yeah. Absolutely. When you when you do that, that's reach out also. I mean, when you do that kind of reach out, letting people know who you are and, and why you exist and and that you have a purpose and you let them know all those things. There are people that want, want to give to help support that. I mean, and and. Everybody going through the period we've just been through, everybody needs help, especially the, the arts and that sort of thing. It's, it's, a, it's been a, a really difficult, challenging time. And there are people that want to help. There are also people that are they're, they're struggling as well, you know, with employment or, or that sort of thing, income. But, but there, are, there are folks that... that, that, that they, they want to give to something that they feel good about as yeah, well. Yeah. If, you, if they're if they're on board with you, gosh, they'll be they'll be behind you all the way. Yeah. Absolutely. And mate, um, uh, you must have so many stories from from whether it be international or other other uh, uh, competitions. What a what a, what are one or two of your just favourite moments? Whether it be a favourite performance or just an otherwise favourite barbershop moment at, at convention? Oh gosh, well, it, so many. I'm sure oh it's unkind gosh. of you to it's unkind of me to ask you just for one or two. No, that's all right. It, it, it's like the, it, all of them were a favourite. There are a couple that stick out. I mean, my very first time on the international stage. Um, we were 33rd, but we didn't go there to for a placement. We yeah. went there to experience, you know, and I. You were excited to, you know, to, to be on stage, oh and then when you got off stage, you were excited. I was, I was out of my mind. Yeah. I, because I, I went there with a, with a, one of my heroes was the, the, uh, the lead from the Oriole Four, 1970 oh, yeah. champs. He was singing bass in our quartet, wow. and then two district champs that were pals of mine had taught me how to woodshed and, yeah. and taught me tags, and, um, and me. I hadn't done anything. I hadn't like been anywhere, or you know, I just had sung in some chapter quartets, but. Singing on stage with them for the very first time was awesome. was amazing. And then uh, 
the the year that uh, that old school first sang at international yep. when we when we did last night was the end of the world. I've I've never felt a room feel like that before. Wow. It, it when the when we got through with the tag, the, the the audience just erupted, and I just wasn't expecting it. Wow. And, and and I don't know if you need to know this or not, but it's like you know you, you go through and you rehearse. So you rehearse a song. So. For years, not years, for months, I should say. For months, I had sung that song, but I had sung the tag a million times, and it was always in a place in my voice where it's like I could do the next to the last note, big and big and full, but I really didn't have a, enough on for me on the last one. And on stage, I was I was like so pumped up, excited, yeah. and so and and but I was like strangely calm. Yeah. Another feeling, and, yeah. I, and I got to the next to the last note, Jumped and I just the cliff. went, yeah, and yeah. I just went, I'm going for it. What's the worst that can happen? It'll sound like crap, yeah. you know. So, yeah. but I hit it, and and it just Felt that great. crowd went so nuts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, was, it was so fun. And that's such a brilliant tag, my quartet mates in Catalyst. Uh, that's one of our favorite go-to tags. Oh. We just sing it over and over and over yeah. again. We get to a car park and we go, let's sing last night was the end of the world. Um, so, so thank you for the music. Um, yep. And mate, again, so many great champion performances. What, what's a what's a what's a, um, a championship quartet you know performance that just sort of jumps out at you that you, that, that, that melted you in the moment? Oh, there, there's there's I don't so even many. have to think about. I have one. Ah. I have one that would like rises above wow. all. It was uh, 1980 international uh, was my second time competing at international, and we made the 20 that year. Cool. But we didn't make the 10, so we're in the audience for the finals. And I had heard that um, the Boston Common had a new song they were going to roll out. So somehow, I think we got seats because of Jim, the, the champ. We were sitting in the AIC section real close to the front. So I'm probably in the 10th row right in the middle. And the Boston Common comes out and they sing whatever they sang. And then they sang that old quartet of mine for the very first time. And... It makes me emotional just talking about it because I thought that I had witnessed the first flawless performance because I, all I remember is just being like swept up, like we were talking a minute ago about being taken on a journey or painting us a scene. And Richard, it was the most amazing thing I'd ever experienced ever. Then I heard the record and it was like, well, there were some things in it, you know, but some human things yep. that was like well, okay well that wasn't it wasn't quite together or what but in the moment I didn't I never heard it I never heard it because I think they were touching my heart wow. and sorry no that's beautiful and I know what you mean I, I that's one of my favorite songs and it's a good example we were just talking before about arrangements that might be a bit busy or there's just all this like a fire hose of, of, oh, yeah. of, of, of music and you sometimes it's a, a simpler song like that old quartet of mine is so appropriate for the for for the message they're getting across and the the, the lyrics are so poignant it's it's a perfect combination isn't it? it it is and and i i had also heard that that if if they had been competing the the common had been competing for a long time and second third second third you know and uh they they had kind of i think they had kind of just decided that well we're going to give it one more try. We've been doing this for a lot of years. I mean, this was 1980, and I think they started. I mean, they've been singing in, in international for like 10 or 11, 12 years. I mean, really a long time. And um, There might have been a certain freedom in that. Hey, let's just go out and give it one I more agree. time. I agree. I think that it takes a lot of pressure off when you go, well, what do we got to lose? Yeah, you know, yeah. this is, we're, just, we're just going to go out there and sing. Yeah. We have a great song with a great message that we want people to hear and oh my gosh i mean people are still singing it today i mean it's, it's what a legacy to leave yeah, yeah yeah it's incredible so that's amazing my blood Thank you for uh, those amazing stories out of the, 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 the uh, huge uh, uh, repertoire and toolbox you would have. Um, Rutala, thank you for your time and thank you for the music. Thank you, Richard. Great to, great to be with you, brother. Thank you. Awesome, mate. Bye. But is that skull? No, it's not skull. It's skull. So similar. Yeah, oh, with an oh. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Really close. So I'm here with members of the uh, 2022 uh, Barbershop Harmony Society International Champion Collegiate Quartet. Uh, gentlemen, congratulations. 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much. From Denmark, correct? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. So I, I, we've, we've just met, and you know, so welcome to Good Morning BHA. When you meet someone, you just interview them. Um, and I was going to ask, you must have felt great just musically coming into the contest. You know, so how was that feeling? Yeah, yeah, we did feel great. Like everything sort of came together this afternoon, and we uh, competed. Yes, exactly. in great timing came together this timing. afternoon. Perfect timing. Yeah, we've been here in the US this past week, just uh, getting used to uh, the time zone and everything, and practicing every day. So it's just, uh, it was really nice that everything just clicked in the end. Yeah, fantastic. I guess what I'm most happy with is that everything went sort of according to plan. So we went up, and we did what we uh, decided to do beforehand. Nothing went out of the script. Everything went as we wanted it to, and we we're so happy with that. Fantastic. How did you feel on stage? Because so many people um, just don't want anything to go wrong, and so they kind of don't. They're not present and 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 enjoy the time. Did you do you remember the time on stage? Yes, Excellent. definitely, yeah. definitely remember it. Yeah, I also think when you like really. Um, get your head into the performance you can almost like fall into that and then it's just about the song and not so much about the situation and everything Definitely. so I think that helped us a lot Fantastic. yeah and there were some really good songs that we really felt connected to and so yeah see it's almost like you you can read my mind because my next question was how did you choose your, your performance set today I don't know how we chose it we discussed uh, Mr. Success a lot due to the message being a little um, fluffy if you didn't read the lyrics right because it could be all Mr. Cocky, but it's yep. partially that and partially I'm only this great because of you and this other person, yeah. um, which we really fell in love with, um, that theme. And we also, these guys, uh, I joined the quartet later, but uh, the rest of Clementine sang When She Loved Me beforehand, and it's always been uh, one of our dearest That's songs. Yeah, it really yeah. is. That's Such beautiful. great lyrics and a great arrangement. Yeah. Great song in general, yeah. great music. So uh, we're just really happy with singing that one. Um, we feel really connected with it. And, and when you were accepting the applause for, well, the second song and walked off stage, how did you feel? Beyond excited, ecstatic. We we jumped jumped around and jumped onto each other yeah. and carried each other around. It was uh, yeah, it was actually that a was really blast. weird contrast because we were walking out and we were all I think pretty moved by the song <laughs> and it was like a sad message. But as soon as we passed that curtain, we were also just like, wow, that went really well. <laughs> we did that. Yeah. 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 That's so awesome. It's splendid. Yeah. Um, and uh, and tell tell me how you discovered barbershop. Yeah, we actually come from a, a classical singing background, most of us. Um, Have you got degrees in music? Or? Yeah, we uh, were raised in singing in classical choirs. But we don't have degrees, though. Sorry? Degrees. degrees. Oh, we degrees. Don't have degrees. Oh, sorry, no. I misheard you that. No, no. no. Um, but we've been singing all of our lives. Um, so, in, back in 2017, I think our good friend Jonas Rasmussen had just been to Stockholm and heard Zero Eight, and he was... He was blown away and then he came back to Denmark and was like, we've got to do this. And we started singing some tags and we didn't really know what we were doing and watching people on YouTube. And then things just started to emerge. Yeah. And the rest is history, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so how did the four of you... So you're more recent. Yes, I am. How did the quartet form? Yeah. We formed in the spring of 2018 because we wanted to be able to sing Barbershop and there weren't really any other people doing it in Aarhus. Yep. There was one other quartet at that time. Um, and yeah, then we uh, just started, we had our first competition in like two months in uh, Holland. Not an official competition, but we got our scores. We scored 69 at that time. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a big We've change. We've all been of, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we've just been digging it and... Like it's so motivating that uh, we can really feel the progress going on and so on. And so two years ago, uh, Eric joined us as our new baritone, awesome. and that just helped take the quartet to new heights. So uh, baritones so represent. Yeah, yeah, yeah baritone, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, um, d Eric, yes. Yes. Do you so um, do you do you also like singing melody, or are you, have you always just been a harmony guy? Uh, I actually started off in the choir as a melody yep. as a lead. Um, but it really didn't really fit my range. Uh, but it was actually kind of random that we just spoke uh, about it at the bar. Like, uh, I was talking to the other Eric, the tenor of the baritone, like, because <laughs> 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 uh, the, the, the older baritone uh, dropped out because he didn't have the time. 
and I just said, haha, it would be fun if I joined Clementones because lol, I'm a lead. And then Eric was like, you should try. You should, you should see. Yeah. Try your luck. Yeah. And well, see the barbershop, the lead, and the baritone have the same range. Yeah, they just, they just pretty flip. much. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, but the funny thing with Eric is that he is almost as uh, low as me. Also, he's got a huge More range. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. More of a bass. Yeah, probably. From time to time, you yeah. get baritones who are who are. Yeah, but uh, I think that will come in handy uh, if I one day have a bad voice. I'll just uh, poke <laughs> him on the shoulder uh, during the tag, and then he will no. do the low note. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm um, I love. Uh, well, here we go. Oh, welcome, welcome. Yeah, Oliver, yes, Richard yes. Reeve. How do you oh, yeah. shake my oh, hand? Yeah. Yes, 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 oh, yes. yes. Um, just been talking to your fine, handsome colleagues here. Um, tell me how you felt um, both walking on the stage and, and walking off stage. Well, we felt pretty good walking on the stage. We had uh, we'd only sung through the songs one time each today. And it sounded really good, so That's we didn't. All you should we, need. We, yeah. Did, yeah. we didn't want to touch them yeah. again, so we just did the intros a couple of times, and it, it sounded really good. It was like, I think we, this is the best we've ever sounded today. So right. like uh, the perfect time <laughs> yeah. to peak. Yeah. That's when you want to do it on the competition exactly. stage. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So it's just it was, we were so hyped to go on there. We, we, like we've been, we've been practicing six hours a day for for wow. a week now in Charlotte. Yeah. We came early and rented an Airbnb and yeah. just stayed there, and uh, yeah. they probably told that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we did. We we couldn't wait anymore. So we got on, fired it up, and we left the stage feeling better than ever. That's amazing. We were, like, we 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 really didn't care about winning after that that stage. Actually, we were that's, just like that's so interesting. So what what when you when you were talking about in the in the months and weeks and days leading up to international, what, had, did you have specific goals? Like how did you was it was a goal? To, 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 to honor the music, to enjoy the stage time, to get a certain score, to get a certain medal, all of the, like, what were the goals? That's a good question. And I think it's it's changed throughout uh, our progress. Of course, we we really wanted to win, but we also know, knew that that was a really high goal and we probably wouldn't, like, uh, win. So it well, also <laughs> came as a big surprise when, yeah. we, when yeah. we did win. But exactly. Yeah, and then we've also been joking that we just wanted to score higher than our fellow uh, Danish barbershop yeah. quartet, Hussar. And we did! <laughs> For the record. Yeah, and they've been higher than us in all other competitions, so it's so nice. <laughs> That's a nice one. Yeah. So, so talk more about the, the what, what, what were you talking about in the in months and weeks leading up to competition? Like, what, was, what did success look like to you? Well, we, we do sing the song, Mr. Success, yeah. and that's pretty much what success looks like. Yeah. Well, as Malda told, it has shifted a lot what, what our goals have been. Of yeah. course it has been to win, but when we heard the field today, we were like, that's ah. freaking Whoa. impossible. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because no we, we had no idea how good we were compared to them, yeah, even yeah. after we had sung. Yeah. Of course we could hear the reaction from yeah. people, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but even though we were still like... Yeah, and a huge shout out to all of the other quartets. They yes. did so good. Especially uh, yeah. Jameson played Ty, who, yeah. who came in second, yeah. tied. Yeah. Tied, yeah. yeah. This is so one of the, yeah, they should have picked another them. name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the amusing, yeah, little yeah. bits of trivia but about that. Like you also mentioned in the question, I also really think that this was something that we did for us and for the audience as much as like we could also do it for the judges it was also just to get this experience yes and i think when we got off stage we were all pretty settled on that this was we had done the music the honor that we could do and we felt really good about that so whether or not we won we were really proud of ourselves yeah, awesome. yeah. we were also pretty excited i guess about being the first danish quartet to ever compete yeah, in internationals awesome. yeah. uh, so that was another part Absolutely. lower down the ladder of yeah. uh, important things yeah. Yeah. but uh, that's pretty freaking exciting fantastic yeah when you think about and it now as well so uh, do you have other things to do during the week or do you now just get to relax and well, enjoy sing, the rest uh, we sing before the quartet final on saturday cool but uh we also no. sing with the varsity choir. Oh, we have the varsity yeah, yeah. choir thing uh -huh. too. Yeah. yeah, it's the it's the guys who give us money, so we have to to, to, to go there. <laughs> Until that. <laughs> we can we can edit that out. Yeah, yeah. And so, what what happens in the next days and weeks and months? Uh, have you got gigs lined up? Have oh, you got actually, more beer? More yeah. beer? More actually, beer? More beer? Before we we we, even won, we were invited to. Canada. Yeah. Boston. Canada. Okay, Boston. Yeah. Yeah, so Boston. Yeah. Boston. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, just about yeah. to Connecticut, right? Yeah. And we are going to England as well. Yes. Yeah. This October. When? Oh, October. Okay. Yeah, October. Yeah, at the BAPS convention. Oh, cool. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. 
Yeah, to just yeah, as a guest quartet. As a guest quartet, yeah, exactly. You'll yeah. be like because performing on shows, that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, that's the best and thing. Behind to do. us before this, which is pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you'll definitely wear those to the Bab Show, and they'll, they'll yeah. love yeah, it. Yeah yeah. 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 Fantastic. Yeah, and then um, I also think we just need to relax and everything because this has also been an intense period leading yeah. up to this competition. Yeah. So just enjoy America because yeah. now we can finally like scream and yeah, uh, exactly. yeah drink some beers make, and everything. Make, make some bad vocal choices. We really want to. Preferably after our appearance Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Let's sing a take. Yeah, yeah let's, let's do it. Alright, what do you know? What do you know? Cause you make me Mr. Mr. Success. Mr. Success.